This is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just two dudes talking about Star Wars on a Skywalk. What's up, Walkers? Happy to be here back in the Skywalk. We have a fun show today. We're bringing the sunshine. Uh, Jeff, we have so much to get through. Uh, our problem, we've been gone for a long time, Jeff. We've got to catch up on so Shouldn't much news. left you without a great <laughs> pod to step to. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, sorry, people. Sorry. sorry. We didn't give you too much of a heads up this time, but it's only been a couple weeks. We've got 10 topics, Jeff, plus, yep. plus an epilogue if you hang on to the very end. And before that, we got social meteors and we got our giveaway thing to tend to because we didn't forget about that. Uh, we're going to announce a winner very soon. Uh, before we do, let's just get the social meteors out oh, of the way. Jeff could just keep the swag for himself. Jeff, you cannot. <laughs> oh, I should have put an entry in there for you. Jeff is, <laughs> Jeff is going to pick a number out of a cup. He's oh. going to tell me the number. Only I know which review the numbers correspond to. And that's how people know we're doing it on the up and up. Of course, and you can't see us. That's why I'm going to write a fake review so I can <laughs> pick up the stuff myself. You should have. We would. I would have known it was you, but okay. Why did I think of this earlier? First of all, iTunes, search for The Skywalk. Sky is in sky. ITunes. Walk as in the thing you cook in, W-O-K. Make it a sizzle. And as always, keep leaving us reviews because no matter what, uh, if you leave us a review, you're automatically entered into our next giveaway. We'll do this periodically. Yeah. And all y'all people. Let's rem- keep the train moving. Yeah, you remain in the pool. Okay. You can always get a gift. Uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash SWOverCoffee dash Cambridge Analytica. Just kidding. Uh, Twitter, at SW, oh. <laughs> SWOverCoffee on Twitter. At SWOverCoffee on Twitter. Podomatic. And here it comes. Serving all of your podcast needs, it's Star Wars Over Coffee. Podomatic.com. Jeff, do you know who uses Podomatic? Steve. Steve. Steelbook Steve. There we go. Um, all right. And lastly, and most significantly, you may have seen our post on social media, but we are now on Spotify. Ooh. So if you uh, if you pay money for Spotify. Nice and shiny and pretty. You can get our free podcast on their paid for subscription service. Ooh. I don't know how that works. I Jeff. don't know about that business but model. We're, we're, on, we're on it. Let's sue them. Right. Uh, but thank you, thank you, Spotify, for including us. We appreciate the help. Yeah, man, it's great. Uh, I listen to Spotify all the time. All right, so uh, do you make your family listen to Spotify? My family made me listen to Spotify. Jeff. Wow. Yeah, I was behind the eight ball. All I'm, right. I'm an old man. Okay, we're we'll catching up, man. I'm aged white cheddar. Have you gone to the other demographic? Um, what? Whoops. <laughs> no. no right. Oh yeah, yeah. Bad joke. I, I, I'm sliding. <laughs> I'm sliding back you downhill. Uh, in, into the millennial range. Okay. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. It's totally happened. Fall back. All right. Spring forward. Fail bag, people. The giveaway. It is time. Uh, if you've seen on social media, we're giving away the super dope Vulp text pin from 800 Pound Productions. You cannot get this anywhere else. It's not on eBay the last time I checked. They're a limited edition thing. They're super cool. And as we've pointed out, better than any Star Wars sm- swag being created by Disney. So, guys, I gotta say this piece. This piece of swag is sweet. Jeff, here is the cup. I need you to reach your hand People in here. People are saying that it's on fleek, and I have no clue what that means. Jeff, reach into the sky hole. But I do have. Oh, is and this about to happen? Yeah, yeah. So oh, just don't this look, is, guys. This is live. Don't, don't look in, even though you don't know what numbers they are. I'll shake it up. Don't don't take the first one you feel either. You okay. know, you gotta right. dig in there yeah. for whatever's in there. All yeah, right? yeah. So Jeff's gonna pick a number out. And then I'm going to tell you which one it is. And the, the is. number is being picked. And? It will be... Brett's going to read it. <gasps> number two. Number two. All right. My so, favorite number. Yeah, our winner is Pablo P. Nice. Yeah. I don't know who this is. 
I hope that's not his real name. Do you want me to read his review? I feel bad because this. I, 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 oh, I, wait a second. Yeah. Pablo Picasso. Oh, that's got to be it. Mm. Oh, man, Jeff, he's you get to get the pin because he's dead. Yep. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Pablo P. Shout out to all the little people. Who wrote Star Wars Guru. Brett is the man. He educates me the way a Jedi. A Jedi. Let me start over. Uh-oh. I'm just so flattered. <laughs> he's overcome with emotion, people. I'm blushing. I'm blushing. He's turning red. Audio description. Brett is the man. See, this guy's wrong. This guy's off. There's something wrong with this guy. Are there exclamation points? Brett is the man, period. Okay. He educates me the way a Jedi teaches a padone, parentheses, definitely spelled wrong. Should the prize be revoked? You are correct, Pablo P., that it is spelled wrong. (laughs) You are incorrect that I am the man, the Star Wars guru, as he says. But anyway, thank you for the review. Uh, Like we pointed out, these did not have to be positive. Pretty Uh, cool. They all happen to be positive, Jeff. You know what? How do we know that's not the spelling in another language? Oh, it could be. Padone? Yeah. Well, it's like Pad One. Uh, so Padawan Pablo P, reach out to us. Let us know who the heck you are. You are a winner. That's so who you are. We can send you the super dope Vulptex pin from 800 Pound Productions. Because you be winning. Uh, Jeffrey, I want to mention one other review uh, of the ones that we received on iTunes. I don't know, Brad. I'm kind of sad right now, you know. Because you I'm, didn't get the I'm pin. I'm in a funk. I should have got that pin. I'm sorry, bro. All I'm right. sorry, but you can't have it. No worries. Um... Here's the thing. We got another really nice review. This one is from Rebel Base. Rebel Base, Ooh, you nice. will be entered next time automatically just okay, for leaving Rebel this Base, review. I think you should receive something just for having that, <laughs> that nickname. That is pretty dog cool. Yeah. Kudos to you, pal. Uh, it says, I like these guys better than most other podcasters. But get this, Jeff. Here it comes. I just wish their shows were a little longer. Wow. Oh, that is props. Rebel Base, we have good news for you, my friend. Today's padding of the back. Today's episode is going to be unnecessarily long, (laughs) uh, partly because we haven't recorded in a while. That was me padding my back. Uh, Yeah, Jeff was padding his back. Very good. Um, So in honor of Rebel Base's review, you are going to get a longer episode today. Uh, We have 10 topics. They will progressively get more current as we go along, Jeff. All right. But I feel like we should tend to some of the stuff that's a couple weeks old. It's like, you know, we're opening the faucet, letting the rusty water out first, and then we'll get to the pure stuff. All right. Um, So let's get right into it, Jeff. Hey, we have filters for a reason. Uh, The first topic was Colin Trevorrow fired from Star Wars Episode Nine because he wanted Luke and Snoke to live. Uh, There was a report. Could be. There was a report in express.co.uk. That um, supposedly, according to YouTube, and I don't want to mention this guy. Screw it. Forget it. We're not talking about that one. Yeah, let's just move on. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Topic number two. (laughs) Episode nine. Uh, This could be a spoiler for some people. All right, guys. Turn off the podcast for about two minutes. Yeah. As we talk about new news for episode nine. Yeah. Now, now, now here's a summary. If you want to stay on a little longer... To give you a description of what the spoiler is about. That Snoke is Jar Jar Binks. Exactly. We already knew that. Uh, what this is about is episode nine will reportedly bring back a beloved legacy character. Okay. That's the pre-spoiler. A little more detail. So now if you don't want to hear who it is, you can tune out. So, right. Jeff, did you check this out? Define legacy. Or did you not want to know who it was? I think I, I think I checked it out anyway. Yeah. But it doesn't matter to me. So. Okay. You want to know? Yep. All right. Let's hear it. It's Yoda. I mean... I don't understand. He was in episode eight. Yeah, so, so who cares, right? How are they bringing him back then? Yeah, I don't know. He's already back. Yeah. He never left. Is this like a story for episode eight <laughs> and we just didn't know? 
All right. Do you, th- <laughs> you think we should be vetting our news a little more carefully, Jeff? Okay, sorry. We All may right. have to skip this right. segment. Forget number two. All right. Um, topic three. Topic number th- – no, this is a keeper, Jeff. All right. This is a keeper. Complete whack job claims Star Wars inspired 9-11. And you know what? I agree with that full name. <laughs> I think I think that person's name should be changed to complete whack job. Yeah. it's Well, she's British, so it's like lady whack yeah, job. Yeah, you can just call her CJ. Harrington the fourth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> here's what she said. Uh, this is from – I mean, come on, people. The author of The Handmaid's Tale, I guess, which I, I've – there's a show now. I think it's Did also – Did you read a, the book? It's a, yeah, a book, right? Mm-hmm. No. I don't I don't Jeff, if I didn't even watch the show, there's no way I read the book. Um, she made waves earlier this week when she told Variety. Reading is fun. Read, reading, Other people. Read, reading for losers. Um, but it's fundamental. She talked about how an opera of The Handmaid's Tale, which premiered in Denmark in 2000, included a scene that showed the Twin Towers in New York blowing up. Atwood said that that gave her uh, – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read her quote in her accent. And I quote. A creepy feeling. Uh, but added that the 9-11 terrorists <laughs> okay. didn't get the idea from my opera. Don't worry. They got the idea from Star Wars. How does that make any sense, Jeff? So she has an really? opera where the really? towers blow up. Yeah. But they didn't get it from that. They got it from Star Wars. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Whack job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just move on. All right, let's move around. <laughs> Topic number four, yeah. Jeff. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Am I... <laughs> Am I a bad curator of news? They're going to get better, people. Right, I promise you. Okay. Uh, Empire Magazine via fans. Oh, this is from uh, fan. Uh, we may have to devote. We may have to demote this podcast to Jeff. Lando's Randos. I know. No, no, no. We got a Lando's Randos coming up in the near future. All right. So, All right. so this is uh, uh, Empire Magazine had mm-hmm. a big story about Solo, a Star Wars story. I think yes. pretty much everything from here on out is about Solo. All right, okay. Here we go. So that's what you're getting. Let's bring listeners. it in. We didn't tell people when they could come back from that spoiler, by the way. But, uh, hopefully, oh, hopefully you know you're what? Back. It's time to come back now. Yeah, come back, people. Yeah. Um, Turn back on. But you can't hear that if you're not listening. Nope. Um, evidently, Paul Bettany's character, Dryden Voss, is the, is the primary villain in Solo, A Star Wars Story. Which Jeff, i got to say, he could be a great bad guy. You think so? Yes. I have the opposite feeling. Interesting. I think he's going to be the weak, weak link of this movie. He, he feels like a kind of a Marvel villain of the week to me so far, based okay. on but right. based on what right. we know so far. I, th- I think he has the chops to to bring good villain-esque, you know, uh, background to the story. I hope so. so we'll I hope so. But don't forget, he was like a last-minute substitution. The thing is, I think he's better yeah. as a Darth Vader type. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to say this, but he's he's better as the enforcer, not the mastermind. Oh, okay. And that could be very well be the case. There's been a lot of speculation that... So I'd rather he not be the mastermind. There, There is some speculation that when they talk about a big shot gangster in the in the trailers... It's not him. That it could be Jabba, right? Uh, Which would make sense. But this story is saying it's him. We'll see. Yeah. It could still be a little bit of a misdirect I feel, misdirect I feel there. like there's something else pulling the strings here. Yeah. Um, but the interesting thing, so there are a lot of pictures in this article. We're not going to talk right. about most of them, but there's a picture of him... DeLorean armor. Yes. There is Mandalorian armor in the background of this picture. So what does that mean, Jeffrey? Are we going to see Boba Fett in this movie? I think there's a pretty good chance that we will. I would say no. No? Why not? Because I'm pretty sure Han Solo had no clue who Boba Fett was when uh, in Return of the Jedi. Empire. Empire is when he first meets Boba. 
Does he meet Boba there, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Does door is open. Does he actually meet him? Cl- Cloud City, lunchroom, Han pulls his blaster, Darth yeah, Vader but pulls his blaster. Is Boba there, though? Boba steps out from behind Darth Vader. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his big reveal. Uh, before that, he follows okay. them through the trash look at, look from the Star look at, Destroyer. Look just dropping knowledge over come here, on, man. man. Jeff, come oh, wow. on, man. That's good. There's too many movies in the catalog now, yeah, you know? Yeah. You can't, it's hard to keep up with But them. he didn't – I'm just saying it, he didn't look like he recognized him. Yeah, I suppose. In that movie. Right, so right. my thing is, okay, if he, if he didn't recognize him then, yeah. why would he be in this movie? Yeah, I guess it's, it's possible that that was their first meeting. But here's my thing. Yep. Boba is not the only Mandalorian. Right. There are oh, plenty yeah. of them out there, right, man. Right, you know, And so, it's, yeah. So yeah. let's bring in some new characters. Right. It looks like that armor is a little different. It, it's def- it's definitely not Boba's armor. Could it be someone related to Sabine? Ooh, I would like or that. Or her chapter. camp. I do. I would like that. I'm just saying. People are always trying to get her relics, man. Um, right. Topic number five, Looking Jeffrey. forward to it. All right. We're, we're, we're picking up steam. Solo, a Star Wars story runtime. Solo, a Star Wars story will clock in at two hours and 15 minutes. Very good. What do you think about that, Jeff? Uh, for, for comparison, uh, before okay. you respond, uh, that is the same exact duration of 2015's Star Wars The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Um, it's shorter than The Last Jedi, which was two hours and 30 minutes. Um, five minutes shorter than Revenge of the Sith, which was two hours and 20 minutes. It's longer than A New Hope, which was the shortest Star Wars movie at two hours and five minutes long. So two hours and 15. Um, I feel like I'm feeling pretty good about that. Here's my thing, Brad. Yep. I'd rather have a three-hour movie with an intermission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. So the, the only thing is I understand – you know, the push for all of these movies to become two hours, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're mm-hmm. becoming experienced. They want people to buy more, uh, more concessions. They want you to sit in these super comfortable chairs. They want you to pay for the, these tickets that are for these super comfortable chairs. So, yeah. you know, I get it, but I'd still rather see a movie that's less than two hours. Yeah. Um, well, Jeffrey, it's interesting you say that. Or I just have to drink less. Right. I think everyone understands a, where I'm coming from. That's on that. a problem, man. You can't eat a loaf of bread every time you go to see a Star Wars movie. Just saying. Um, uh, Jeff, I'm, I'm going to jump to another one that's kind of related to this. Okay, go ahead. Um, we're going to jump to topic. We're going to throw topic number ten in right here because I think it relates to what you're saying about do you want a two two hour and fifteen minute movie that's pretty brisk or would you rather a more extended experience? Here's why. And this is interesting. Topic number 10 via Esquire. This just came out today. Um, The interviewer, uh, so someone from Esquire interviewed Alden Ehrenreich, who plays Han Solo in the Han Mm -hmm. Solo movie. I asked Ehrenreich how many, meaning how many movies, he signed up for. Three, he says, then flinches, Uh understanding he may have just created a disturbance in the force. Now, is it... Is it me, or shouldn't Han Solo have a better poker face? Yeah, right? But anyway. So he's definitely not Han in real life. Um, so this is actually something that we called on the Skywalk a long time ago. And yes, I think did. a lot of other people jumped to this conclusion. that they uh, and, and this is kind of— But the Skywalk may have been first. Yeah, we might have been. I, I'm I just saying. Who knows? There's no way to know. Um, My internal clock says yes. Uh, 
this isn't something to get overly excited about because no. this is kind of standard operating procedure, right? When you're going to make a movie in a big franchise, if like, you have a cash cow, you yeah. make milk. Right? Come on! Right? It's his rookie contract, right? Yeah. Just like in the NFL, you got these people. You want to sign them up for a few years because they might be good, right? So same thing with this. It's pretty typical for actors in a in a franchise like this to sign on for at least three movies. And just because they're signed on doesn't mean right. that the sequel gets made. Right? Doesn't mean they're going to make it. Um, to go with that, mm-hmm. because of movie length, like if I already know there's going to be a trilogy, because again, this thing's gonna this th- this thing's gonna do well. Yeah, All, everything that's you know been coming out of the internet, you know, uh, atmosphere mm-hmm. is saying that this movie is just going to be half decent, right. and half decent means billions of dollars. It means good enough. <laughs> so I mean, that means sequel. So yeah. Yeah. you know, if you're already signed up for three. I don't need every single movie to be two and a half hours. Right, right. Um, let's talk about two and a half minutes, Jeff. Oh, the trailer. We never talked about the nice full-length segue. trailer that came out. Um, Jeff, uh, we don't have to break it down. Which trailer are you talking about? I don't even know anymore. Number one or number two? There's like 15 of them now. All right. Um, there's TV spots. There's like 18 different TV spots. I've even seen multiple remixes of the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's what they're putting on TV now. They're just taking little tidbits and then they add in like two seconds of new footage and then that's a new TV spot. So here's my problem with it. Mm -hmm. And this comes back to my issue about watching trailers in general Mm -hmm. is sometimes the content in the trailer doesn't match up with the movie at all. Mm -hmm. And if they're going to do that, I want to be told that that's the case. Right. Like, don't say, hey, this is what the movie is. Oh, but it's not. Right. Maybe, Jeff, could that be part of the reason why? We talked in the last episode about how we haven't watched the trailers for this movie nearly as much as we've watched the trailers for the other movies before they've came before they've come out mm-hmm. could part of it be that we kind of have this innate sense now that half of this stuff isn't even going to be in the movie exactly so let's not get attached yep. right um jeff the trailer one question for you about All the trailer right, here it comes is it as good as the denny's commercial no okay i agree couldn't agree more topic number seven jeffrey <laughs> moving on <laughs> um Surprisingly, see now we're getting caught up. This right. is from two days ago. Go. This is from Here April twenty third, twenty eighteen. Wait, was like that yesterday? It. What the heck day is it? Um, uh, Ron Howard tweeted the other day. Social media maven Ron Howard. Social media and AARP don't usually go hand in hand, but with Ron Howard they do. Um, he took to social media to announce that post production on Solo, a Star Wars story, is now finished. Jeff. Did you think that this would have been done, like, a while ago? Yeah, I'm kind of surprised that they're working late. Yeah, I was shocked. Um, I don't know. Yeah, so I guess it really is coming out, though. (laughs) Well... Hey, uh, Jeff, you know. I, I still don't believe they filmed a home movie. Like, I, I think part of me <laughs> thinks they're still filming scenes right now. Just because. Just playing catch up? Yeah, man. Like, everything was. Like, everything happened so late. So, mm-hmm. I, we shouldn't be surprised that they just wrapped post production two days ago and the movie comes out four weeks from now. This is insane. Well, but, and to me, that's an argument for finding new talent. Like, it doesn't have to be somebody who's already well established because guess what? They may not have the time. Right. Right. Well, I, I mean, that, that again, the whole thing is weird because they apparently had a great script, which is like a classic. All, all, all of the little whispers that are coming out, Jeff, right. is that this is a very old school, fun, adventurous Star Wars movie. And we know why. And so why the heck did you hire the guys who made the Lego movie? I think they're great. That, that's, I, that's one of my favorite movies of the last five years. Yeah. But it doesn't make sense for a script written by the guy who wrote Empire Strikes Back and Return that's of the Jedi. That's the thing. 
right? Like just go with somebody more traditional, which is what they ended up doing in the end. But they made they might have screwed everything up already and it was too late. And even Ron Howard can't salvage it. Probably should have gone with somebody like him from the beginning. Well, if you already have a set endpoint, right? Right. And yep. to me, it's Rogue One had the same issue. If there's a set endpoint, then you can't be messing around yeah. with yeah. changing up the characters, and yep. you know you you need to build off of the foundation that's there. You don't go ripping it up. Right. Right. If now see if you went with my idea, Jeff. Now, if you have a new endpoint, go right ahead. If they went with my idea of having a live action Rebels anthology film, still waiting. Then get somebody like that, right? That's what I'm talking. Because you don't have to. That's affect, brand new. You don't have to affect the established canon. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Let him do what he wants. Have fun with it. Um, Anyway, I don't think we need to read Ron Howard's quotes. Yeah. Because uh, that's like good. topic number seven. We still got a couple more to get through. Uh, okay, Jeff, this one's really good. <laughs> we got three pages of notes, people. Three pages of agenda. Jeff's asking me right now, where are you? Uh, page <laughs> um, page 17, Jeffrey, chapter eight of the oh, book. Oh, man. Um, I'm just like so way off base. I'm missing an entire page, I think. Topic number eight. Okay, you don't need to know. Well, that's the one I left you earlier. Right. Uh, it's uh, Quickly, very quickly, topic number eight. Good news, Jeff. Lawrence Kasdan told Empire Magazine that he sees the film as a love story of sorts between Han and Chewie. How lovable is that? Uh, Lawrence Kasdan says, to me, this is a love story between Han and Chewie. I think he talks like that. Yeah, see, I, I mean, I love the sentiment. Yeah. I just think you chose the wrong word. Yeah, yeah, probably. But go ahead. Bromance, Jeff. Yeah, bromance. It's a Han and Chewie bromance. You know, they're, they're, it's not even a bromance, man. It's like, it's like it, I would say it's, it's almost like the... The guy and his dog. You right. Know, you know what I mean? It's, I think it's right in the middle. It's it's in between. Right. It's in between guy and his dog and bromance. Right. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Um, <laughs> it's, like, it's like Jeff. I don't and, know where this is going. It's, <laughs> Go it's somewhere ahead. in between Jeff and Kobe <laughs> and Tom Brady and Julian Edelman. Okay. There okay? we go. Somewhere, there we go. somewhere between them. The gauge is right in the middle yeah. of those two ends of the spectrum. Yeah, Which yeah, yeah. doesn't really go because Chewie is actually way, way more skilled than Han Solo. Yeah. Well, that's true. All right, go ahead. Leading into topic number nine. Uh, this was just last night. Oh, speaking of which, I did have an issue with that quote, though. Yeah, let me get a snack. Hold on. All right. So the, the only thing is this, in the quote um, that's from the Empire magazine, mm-hmm. it says, uh, their relationship has always been my favorite part of the saga. And the fact that only Han understands what Chewie is saying, I find a very funny possibility for comedy. Mm-hmm. All right, here's the thing, buddy. Han is not the only person who understands Chewie. <laughs> it's Yoda, man. Come mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. Like, don't forget the other, you know, aliens who understand what Chewie's saying. Mm-hmm. It just happens to be that a lot of humans mm-hmm. don't understand what Chewie's right. saying. Right. Right. Good point. Um, does Ray understand Chewie? I have a feeling she does. She understands BB-8. And here's the thing. Is that a special power that belongs to Jedi? Hmm. Because if you notice, Chewie communicates with Jedi, no problem. Yeah. But if he's, if it's somebody else, mm. there's always going to be an interpretation. Man, I have never thought about this, Jeff. Does Luke understand him? Yeah, Luke he does. At, he, at he, least, does. he at least reads the body language better than most people. He does. Yeah. I, 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 no, I think he actually can talk to Chewie. Really? Yeah. And well, Chewie speaks English, right? He speaks mm-hmm. basic, right? He understands mm-hmm. humans. That's for sure. So, again, he's smarter than everybody because he speaks you know, more languages. Actually, because mm-hmm. in Last Jedi, he's actually talking to him. They're having a conversation. It's not just, yeah. you know, rah, rah. hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah. Well, it kind of is, Jeff. <laughs> well, you, you know, <laughs> but there's, there's inflection in the rah, rah, Yeah. You know? He's like, where's Han? And she was oh, just like, oh. Yeah. You know. 
Like you understand your dog. Dude, uh, true or false? All right, so still when, working on my Wookiee impression. Sorry. When you get home at night, okay. can't you tell if your dog's been up to no good just by the look on his face? Oh, yes. Okay, right? Like, no, no question. Yeah. Same here, man. <laughs> like, we open the door and we're just like, oh, man, what do you do? You're like, you know right away. For instance, yeah. there's the story of how my dog didn't cause a flood in the house, and you could tell by the way he looked. Really? He was like, that was not me. <laughs> I don't care if you want to blame it on me or not. I definitely did not do this. Yes, my paws are wet because mm. the floor is flooded. Yeah, that look in his face like, mm, don't put this one on me, man. He's <laughs> like, don't even think about it. Don't think it. about it. No, not this time, look. <laughs> Like the Cheeto incident, that I was me. Exactly. <laughs> he totally owned up to it. He was like, you know, yeah. I definitely chewed <laughs> chewed on the shoes. Yeah. But this flood thing is not me. <laughs> Maybe he all just right. knew it was bigger than anything he had done previously. And he's like, I better not own this one. He's like, first of all, I can't drink up that much yeah. water and I can't pee that much either. He's like, I built up an, enough goodwill over the years. <laughs> he's like, I get this one out on this yeah. one. I might get out of jail free card. We're going to believe me once. I'm catching it yeah. in. As long as I don't flood the house again a second time. See, that's the thing you know (laughs) speaking of flooding jeffrey all right uh, well it's not a good segue because you won't find out why it's a segue until the end of this (laughs) um last night the glacier thing all right no no no. um last night they screened some footage from the solo movie and oh oh, man i forgot the name of the convention well there's some convention going on anyways you got a bunch of people got to see footage anyways uh the website birth movies death which is really good for movie news interesting they were encouraged by what they saw. Encouraged. Uh, they write, I am here to tell you that what I saw was not only good, but encouraging. I am but one man, obviously, but the footage I saw today left me feeling like we will be very much in good hands when Sola opens next month. So, grain of salt, Jeffrey. Um, he then goes on to describe the footage, which we <laughs> will not do here. I didn't read it. No. I don't really care. No. Uh, then he says, my biggest takeaway from this footage Aaron Reich and Glover are both killing it, especially Glover. Both of them conveyed the essence of the actors who originated their roles without ever seeming like they were doing full-blown impressions. The work being done here is subtle and satisfying. And here's the thing. Yeah. Prediction. Yeah. But I feel like this movie is just going to end up being a statement movie for Lando. Yeah. And not really... Right. About Han Solo. Now, I will be disappointed mm-hmm. if this movie isn't focused on Han Solo. But if Lando and, ends up stealing the show, mm-hmm. I would not be surprised. No, no, not at all. Because no. Glover is that good. Right. I, I mean, I think that's what's expected at this point. Yeah. Um, my question to you, This Jeff, dude is stealing, like, every scene he's in. Right. right. So if that is the case, as we all suspect, mm-hmm. um, and as this writer points out, in right. his opinion, to be true, uh, what do you think for the sequel? Will you not be disappointed... If the sequel is again another solo movie, when really we know it's all about, it's all about Lando, <laughs> or will it be? Will they will they embrace? No, will it? it just be Lando? Will they steer into the curve and say, "Yeah, we need to make this about Lando," and then make Han Solo the supporting actor? Hmm. I don't know, man. That'd be that would take some guts. Like it's, I, I think would. Okay. we all I think, s- man, we all think that's the way you to go. Got a good point there. But can you imagine Supreme Leader Bob going for that idea? Here's my prediction, Jeffrey. All right. Prediction time. Disney will find... uh, I shouldn't say that, okay? It's not fair. Lucasfilm, okay? They're the ones really in charge of the movies. Lucasfilm will find a way to find the middle ground there. So they won't just blatantly say, oh, movie number two is called Lando, a Star Wars story. (laughs) They'll give it a name that's more inclusive of the group. Okay. 
So they'll find a way to make it like the adventures of Han and Lando or whatever, you know. Mm, okay. <laughs> not yeah, not yeah, so yeah. lame. Yeah, right. But something, <laughs> something that conveys that, Jeff, right? <laughs> Sorry, man. So they'll find a way to make it. I didn't mean to rain on your parade yeah, there. Yeah, no, I, I, don't, I don't want that, you know, yeah, yeah. unless that's a TV show. Then right. fine, call it that. Yeah. But for a movie. Cartoon short. I think they'll find something where maybe it's just based on the event that to- happens. I could totally see it. And they take the names out of it yeah. so that they don't hurt anyone's feelings. They don't no, hurt. Just say a Star Wars story. They don't. They don't hurt the crazy neo Nazis. Either no, I shouldn't say that. Oh. Ooh. They don't hurt the racist feelings who are like, you can't make a Star Wars movie just about a black guy, because you know there are those people out there, Jeff. <laughs> you know, because there's no aliens in the world. No, right? <laughs> Yo, green is cool. Yeah. Just not black. <laughs> so I'll take polka dot. I got two of these. Yeah, I got two yeah, yeah. snack. I'm yeah, just yeah. dying, man. Anyways, I think I think we hit on something that's that is very key. Mm-hmm. That this movie has really great, great supporting actors. Mm-hmm. Now, even from the way it looks right now, I think Amelia Clark's um, character could be very influential as well. You think she's, she mm-hmm. could be good enough to have her own movie? As do, you th- well. do you think she's going to die? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but I'm just saying. So then they need a prequel. Prequel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that could happen too. Prequel to the prequel. Prequel to the prequel. So I, I am happy that people are liking what they're seeing of the solo movie so far. Right. I'm happy also that my expectations are still low. Still low, yes. Hard, hard to be Quite disappointed. Low. Jeff, I spe- gotta say. speaking of that, on yeah. our on our Skywalker meter, how many drinks for Solo? How many I'm, drinks do we need to enjoy this movie? I'm at least drinking two drinks before. Exactly. See, Jeff, we are on the same page, man. <laughs> right here, we're on the right same here. page. That's what I'm talking Solo about. Solo is a two-drink movie. Two-drink minimum. Two-drink minimum. <laughs> Um, so right. they they liked this footage, but okay. they also said Aquaman looks great. Yeah, see, that's where I was <laughs> like, mm, I'm de- I'm gonna have to add a few di- few pinches of salt for that one. That's where the segue came in, Jeff. Yeah. The flooding. The flooding. Oh, yeah. Wah, wah, yeah. Wah. Okay. Yeah. Right. If I if I read the story backwards, it would have worked. <laughs> yeah. um, Jeff, I think that's all we got for Star Wars. I do want to mention our epilogue, okay? Okay. We're not counting this as a Star Wars topic. Every now and then we get off topic on the Skywalk. We like to call it Skywalk off menu. Um, Jeff. Plus we have some shout-outs. We got some shout-outs. Yep. Uh, Infinity War, Jeffrey. Uh, Looking forward to it. It's going to happen. Fans, if you don't want to know. Welcome to Wakanda. If you don't want to know how this movie is being rated and reviewed, then tune out. Jeff's giving me the Wakanda sign. <laughs> um, okay, you, you're warned, people. So I'm, I'm, I'm just going to tell you the consensus. I'm not going to tell you the Rotten Tomatoes score. Okay. But uh, Rotten Tomatoes summed it up in one line, which I really appreciated. They said, thrilling, but it's a lot of movie to digest. Um, this makes a lot of sense to me, Jeffrey, because as I've told you before, I needed to see Civil, Civil War three times before I fully appreciated the wonder that is Civil War. That movie is so well made. It's so enjoyable. The characters are so distinct and in character. Like Tony Stark is doing Tony Stark things. Yeah. You know, Captain America is doing Captain America things. Like they, they all retain their identity so well. Even um, Ant-Man. 
through those events. Ant-Man is so Ant-Man. And they, you know, the chemistry, the concoction of like a dash of Ant-Man, right. you know, this much of this person, this much of that person is perfect. You know what it is, too? Yeah, yeah. These actors genuinely like each other. Yeah, they love each other. They're having yeah. a blast, Jeff. They're I mean, like, oh, man, this is so cool. Yeah. And you hear them on, you know, you see them on interviews. They go on shows together. They love. They, it's pretty clear. They, they could be just such good actors that they're faking us all out. But it seems pretty clear that they really do enjoy working with each other. I'll make I'll make a guarantee. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you that at least half of this cast owns comic books. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like owns them. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like as prized possessions. And did before they signed on for before. these movies. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, here's my thing, Jeff. If it's so much to digest, mm. should they even even be reviewing it yet? Right? So I'll tell you, like, this movie yeah. has a Rotten Tomato score, and it's really good. Yeah. Okay, but but, but it's like so maybe that's fine. Yeah. Maybe 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 they're giving it a couple of extra points because they know they haven't even fully comprehended the movie. Right. Because again, the key element here is it's two hours. Now I forgot the runtime. It's like two hours and fifty minutes long, yeah, three almost hours, three hours. Yeah. So Jeff's comment about an intermission, dude. I'm I'm serious about well that. taken. Oh, I know, man. We need that. Just bring an extra Slurpee cup. We're taking my kid, man. Do what you gotta you do. Think she's gonna make it through that movie? <laughs> no matter what we do. Yeah, you're getting up for no real. I know. You're getting up at least I once. Know, man. So yeah. I know. I totally forgot about that. This might be the time where we're like, hey, you know what? You're old enough. You'll be safe. <laughs> um, yeah. And she's like, Daddy, I gotta go. I'm like, well, no one's stopping you. I gotta watch Cap with his beard. Um, this yeah, Jeff. The, this but, is the one time that even though you're 12 years old, <laughs> you're wearing a diaper. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you remember those diapers? Still got a couple left well, over. Well, it depends, right? We're bringing them to Infinity War. <laughs> they don't call it Infinity. Sponsored by. It's not called Infinity for nothing, Jeff. Ooh, it goes on for a while. Nice. <laughs> so anyway, I mean, I can tell you, man. <laughs> I can tell you my mm-hmm. review of Civil War right. went up at least 10, if not 20%, from the first time I saw it to the third time. Now, Brett, we we are we are doing this podcast just a couple of days before yeah. Infinity War. Right. If Not I'm even, going Jeff. to watch two movies yeah. before I go into this, which two should I watch? Any two? Any two. Mm. From the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Civil War, for sure. Okay, that's that's one. I figured yeah. you'd say that. But what's the other one? Does it have to be another Avengers? Because there's like, I mean, there's like Spider-Man and Black Panther and Thor Ragnarok that are all more recent. But I almost feel like some of the older ones have more to do with Thanos. So it's like it, I don't really know until seeing Infinity War, but I have a feeling that maybe even the first Guardians of the Galaxy tells you more about See, I feel like that this might be villain. a little bit more. Right? Like I feel like it might be better yeah. to watch Guardians of the Galaxy and then Civil War and then Infinity. Yeah, it could be. I don't think that the first Avengers or Age of Ultron, I don't really think uh-huh. you need to see those go, yeah. see those going into this. Yeah. Uh, Civil War kind of caps like it catches you up on everything that's happened up to that point. Okay. And it's kind of and it's the last time that most of these characters, with the exception of Hulk and Thor, are all together. All right. It's almost everyone but them because Black Panther's in it, Spider Man's in it, Iron Cap, Ant Man, Ant Man. (laughs) 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 Jeff won't let us forget about Ant Man. Don't forget, man. Dude, I love Ant Man. Have you seen the trailer for the new one? Yeah. It looks really good. With the Wasp. Yeah. Yep. Ant-Man and the Wasp, yeah. See, so now that's what they did. They took Ant-Man, and then they were like, you know, y'all should have included the Wasp. So the second time. But here you go. Buddy movie, right? And and, and you heard the comment, right? She's like, yeah, 
this wouldn't happen if you brought me along the first time. I yeah. was like, oh, snap. Yeah, that's good, though. Yeah. That's good. See, this is why this is why Marvel has been so successful because they like they will tell you their mistakes in their movie. In the movie, right? Uh, the other day, Kevin Feige, however you say his name, he's yeah, the guy. Feige or Feige. Yeah, he's the go grand go mastermind of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. He admitted that withholding the name of uh, so so as you know, like this movie is Infinity War, but it's part one, part one. of two parts, right? Yeah. The second movie, they still haven't said the name. Ooh. And people have been fixated on it. And he uh, came out the other day and he's like, yeah, that was a mistake. Here's why we did it. But it ended up drawing a lot more attention than we, yeah, than we intended it to. Yeah. We just didn't want to take away from Infinity War and everything else that was going on, which yeah. I get it. Like, and I, and yeah. I feel like, you know what? You made, the right deci- you made the wrong decision, but for the right reason. And now you can acknowledge it and move on. Yeah. Don't feel bad about it. Just admit it and move on. It's right? okay. Yeah. All right. My bad. Here's where Disney should do that, Jeff. All right. My bad. <laughs> Here it comes. Here's where Lucasfilm should right. do that, Jeff. Or DC. Yeah. But, but go ahead. <laughs> I, I honestly think, and this is way off topic, but you know, okay. what's his name? Rebel Base. This yeah. is for you. Rebel Base. Long episode. Here it comes. And Jeff, I always say I'm not going to edit it. I mean it this time. All right. No cuts, people. Go ahead. So do this it. Episode, Just do it, Brad. <laughs> if this episode is not as good as what you're accustomed to from the Skywalk. We're sorry, you but can, not sorry. You can thank Mr. Rebel Base. There we go. When we get his contact. Send when we get his contact. In, in your we'll review, yeah. make a comment to Rebel. Yeah. Tell Rebel Base, like, hey, man, this is all your fault. We're getting great 22-minute episodes, and now you had to go ruin everything. Um, <laughs> now Rebel Base no. is not going to want to send us his contact info. Hey, so. I want to send something to Rebel Base yeah. just for that. Wait. We appreciate your thing? comment. Oh, okay. You're going to send thing. something A good thing. Oh, good okay. Thing. All right. Good he thing. thought you were going to leave a bag of, like, flaming no, no, poop no, no, on his no, doorstep. No, no. <laughs> um, I, I, okay. A flaming pile. This, I was going to save this for Orlando's Randos. Go ahead. I think the biggest problem right now with the current string of Star Wars saga movies is this passing off the baton thing. Yes. This whole idea of JJ's going to write seven, don't know where it's going. Here you go, Ryan Johnson. You figure it out. Right? Because what I think is happening. It's the worst relay baton baton pass that I've ever seen. Yeah. This is what you call in the business not reading the room. Right? They, I, they didn't think that that would be a big deal to fans, and it's a huge deal to fans. Jeff, we, we, on this podcast, if people go back and listen, and occasionally somebody downloads all 50-whatever of our episodes, Jeff. 50? See that on, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, we're getting up there, yeah, man. Yeah, maybe more. Wow. This is like 44 numbered episodes, a bunch of topical tens, whatever. All right. And then for some reason, there's like a missing episode. <gasps> episode a mystery two. episode? Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, I think we're missing episode 12 or something. <laughs> go back and look, people. It's weird. Right. I, I don't even know what happened. <laughs> It's like the Bermuda Triangle it of the Skywalk. left on the cutting room floor yeah. to be released in a special edition box set yeah. of Skywalk. And if you go back and listen, right, when, right. when The Force Awakens came out, yeah. and we were pretty critical of it, actually. We were. And we're, we're a lot more forgiving now. Um, <laughs> and I really, no, I really do enjoy it. I, I've actually been dying to go back and watch that ever since The Last Jedi came out. Really? Yeah. And I also have this idea, Jeff. I would really love to put, uh, I'd like to cut off. The uh, the very last camera shot of The Force Awakens, okay. where the helicopter is circling the island to get this grandiose oh, yeah, shot yeah. of Luke. Just cut it off when Ray hands the lightsaber yeah, out. Just, just and stop then, it there. And then cut off the opening crawl it just and continue. cut to there from The Last Jedi. Yep, yep. I would love to see how that plays. The only thing I haven't figured Why out. Why didn't they do that? I don't know, Jeff. 
I don't know. Well, I do like the bomber run scene at the beginning of The Last Jedi, mm. but you could always, mm, I don't know. No. We'll figure that out. Yeah. We'll figure that out later, how to fix that. But I would really, I really like, wish even they if just you got continued it. it. Even if you got rid of it, yeah. um, just for the, for the experiment of watching it through as one long, yeah. uh, what would it be, four hour and 45 minute Star Wars movie? It would be it, really cool to see. Clearly editing was an issue. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but go ahead. Um, but but I do think this is the biggest problem is this pass-off writing of each movie um, because I think what ended up happening, people have given Ryan Johnson a lot of grief about The Last Jedi. The people who didn't like it, they had problems with a lot of his decisions, um, and that's fine. Um, but I do think that the exercise of writing episode eight was an exercise in writing his way out of the previous movie or explaining the things that J.J. is like, I don't even need to explain this because it's somebody else's problem, right? So, I mean, yep. I, I think that if you are critical of his decisions, that's perfectly valid if you don't like them. But the fact is he came in having to make sense of them. And how is that any different from the D.C. thing of bringing in that second director? Right. Well, hmm. It's a little different, I think, but is it really though? It's problematic. Here, let me is give you really? an example, Jeff. Cuz to me that's an issue. Like you you you're trying to take one guy's concept yeah. and figure it out for yourself. Right. And at the same time, put your new concept in. Right. Yeah, and I think I think what it can do, it leaves it leads to some unexpected places, right? Because it has to like to figure out a solution that makes sense, it's you kind of come up with something unexpected, and I and I get that. But in a uh, in a saga like Star Wars, I don't really know that's what's serving the audience the best, right? So, for example, um, there was this whole thing like, where the heck did Ray come from? How does somebody just wake up and they have the Force all of a sudden and they're able to do battle with this trained Sith or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, I know he's not a Sith, whatever he wants to be. Um, so this light, uh, uh, the. Uh, Snoke tells Kylo yep. in The Last Jedi, your equal in the light has arisen to basically match you, to basically compensate and cancel you out. It's basically a stalemate, and stalemates like, are not Because you became so powerful, which I'm not really seeing it. Right. <laughs> you know, because he became so powerful, this new person right. has awoken right. to have the opposite equal effect. Right. This mountain because came the out of the ocean. Is always in balance. Right, exactly. And Jeff, that's boring. <laughs> On multiple levels, man. Right? On multiple levels. Because if there's one thing I if there's one thing I did not like about The Last Jedi, and mm-hmm. I love The Last Jedi. I've seen it now six times. Um, it's that fact that they literally came to a stalemate where everything split down the middle. Yep. And it felt it felt like they are exact equals and they cannot defeat each other. Right. It's that whole thing like when in a video game when you have like the light side and the evil side fighting each other. And it's like, and it's just, oh, and they know all your moves and you can't beat them because you're both the same. That is not interesting. <laughs> and I think that's the biggest challenge for episode nine. And yeah, so I, I just think it, that. That's it, man. You, you, you have hit upon something. Right. And I think it's also their explanation for the force. Right. Right. Because yeah. that didn't exist before. Right. There was no there was no in, um, uh, overall philosophy yeah. that all of a sudden the force is just this entity mm-hmm. that needs to be in balance all the time. Right. It was good versus evil and good has to find a way to win. Right. Like that's that's what it was. But won't always. But won't always. Right. Because Sometimes the, because they the lose. Empire strikes back. They lose. And right. Everybody again, loses. we're OK with that. Yeah. What yeah. I don't want yeah. is let's all just get to this happy place mm-hmm. where we can fight each other, but there's no results. Right. And I think you hit the nail on the head, Jeff. You don't have to explain it. 
right? We can think certain things. We can think, yeah. oh, well, they're always going to kind of cancel each other out or they're always kind of going to balance each other off. But people are going to win and people are going to lose. But and you don't need to. supposed to be the fanboy theory. You don't yeah, put it into the exactly. movie. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. And I, and I do like that, for example, Ryan Johnson had Luke give a great explanation of the Force to Rey because yeah. it felt very much in tune with uh, the original saga, the original yep. trilogy. But he didn't go into middle chlorians and crap like that. There we go. Right? <laughs> so he just said just enough to keep it vague. But it's like, yeah, that, that's consistent, right? Uh, but we don't need it all tied up with a bow. And I think actually what does make episode nine interesting to me, Jeff. All right. Here we go. Here's the thing. Um, Circle back. Uh, I saw somebody comment on Facebook the other day right. uh, in, in that massive Facebook group, the Alliance of Star Wars Fanatics, which I love. Ooh, okay. um, sometimes it's overwhelming, Jeff. There's so much activity. Are we talking like millions or? Uh, no, like tens of thousands, dude. Okay. Yeah, it's right. a lot. There's always something going on in there, which is great. And this uh, one person wrote the other day, they were basically saying that they were hoping that in Episode Nine. Uh, Kylo and Rey's inevitable epic showdown should be like Anakin and Obi-Wan in Revenge of the Sith. And that's actually what got me thinking about this is like, yeah, but are they just the same? Are they just going to cancel out every time? And what would be interesting to me is if Episode 9 explores that dynamic. Like, do they just cancel each other out? Is everyone destined to forever have this, you know, eternal battle of the light side of the force against the dark side of the force, which are basically yin and yang and perfect equals? And to find some way to throw that off kilter a little bit, right? Because somebody's got to win in the end. So, so who wins? I don't know, man. We Nobody. Both, I think we Nobody. know. It has to be the light side of the force. Like, that's what they're going to do. I have no doubt that's what they're going to do. But tell me why. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah. There could be the hokey explanation of like, oh, the light side won because Ray has friends because she's nice to people. And people on the dark side don't have any loyalty to each other, and that's why they can't win. Yeah, but see, that's why Luke won. Right. So that that can't be the reason Luke, you know, that's yeah. that can't be the reason Ray wins. It, right. They need a new reason. Jeff, don't be surprised if oh. that is the- <laughs> And this is my issue, man. Right, right. Y- you know, it's like <laughs> just have a sense of purpose. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, that's that's my rant. You happy now, Rebel Base? <laughs> fifty-two minutes, and bro. we're not even finished. Fifty-two minutes, and we're not even done yet. No, I think because I have a shout out. Oh, to Jeff, me. you got a shout out? Yeah. All right, hold on, Jeff. I got my sweet and salty trail mix right here. Let me get some while you give these uh, shout outs. You see, we did have the uh, I don't know Forces of Destiny um, mm-hmm. cartoon mm-hmm. series, mm-hmm. and that reminded me of another series that I find way way more entertaining. Is it Lego Freemaker Adventures? No. Okay. Close, but not quite. Okay. Because I like that too, but mm-hmm. not, not as much as this one. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons is you do have to kind of be a sports fan to enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, Game of Zones. <laughs> this, dude, this series, which is a spoof on the playoffs of the NBA, is crazy good. Yeah. And because it's a parody mm-hmm. of Game of Thrones plus NBA players. Dude. This is is every single episode. <laughs> I had to watch it like three or four times because I was like, wow, they, they put so many jokes in, mm-hmm, into here. Mm-hmm. I was laughing out loud on every single one of them. Jeffrey, you sent this to me and it was so well done. It was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it mostly centers around the Warriors, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Well, so that, that one episode. Yeah. But every single different episode is, is completely <laughs> different. Jeff. Is there a Celtics-centered episode? Yes. Really? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got to dive in. Isaiah Thomas is in there, Dear walkers, yeah. dear listeners, 
most of Jeff and I's time off outside of this podcast yeah. spent talking about football and basketball. Off wax. Yeah, off wax. Football and basketball. If you would like to hear epilogues of Jeff and I <laughs> talking about basketball. Going at it. Jeff, I think I'm going to throw that one that we did earlier on the end of this Way episode. back. Okay. Hey, Rebel Base, guess what? Uh-oh. Just keeps getting better. <laughs> We just gave you an epilogue. Four more minutes, buddy. Uh, but I encourage all of our listeners, yeah. if if you have any inkling of liking Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. or if you have any inkling of liking the NBA, National Basketball Association, check out this series. Dude, the NBA is on fire right now. Game of Zones. There is so much good stuff happening. This is like, this is a golden age. It brings in drama from all over, all, over, all dude, places. Dude, this is the Clone Wars of the NBA. Yeah. History, you know, there are so many good players. There are so many like the powers are shifting right now. And I gotta say, just from an audience perspective, you know, you see the NFL ratings going down. Yeah, NBA's going up. Yep. And yeah, because of it, NBA's getting more scrutiny. Yeah. And that's to me like that's where some of this is coming from. Hey, remember what Mark Cuban called the decline of the NFL a couple of years ago? He said they're gonna get too people. big, too big, too greedy, and collapse. Mister, look the other way. I know. Whoa. <laughs> is he a me too guy now? Is he a me too guy? I can't even. Can keep track. Is, well, which side are you saying he's We're, on? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. Is he a YouTube guy or is he a MeToo guy? Yeah. I think it's you too. Him too? It's him too. I, I You know, we've, Who talked, knows? we've talked about this before. Jeff. All right. We may be sued. So I, I, let no, me just no, no, want that back. We, I don't know what I'm talking about. We said we don't know. Yeah. We said we don't we know. Don't. Mark, Mark Cuban could be great. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we are going to get to that point where we're going to. I'm not even sure. Was he at the uh, Sloan event? I don't know if he was there this time. The yeah. Sloan Sports Analytics yeah, yeah, yeah. Conference. I don't know. Sports Conference. I don't know. He used, he used to always be. I thought he was maybe into he analytics. Maybe he's not welcome anymore. I don't know. Oh, no, he is. He totally is. He's really He really is and on the cutting edge of that stuff. Does he have a connection stuff. to Cambridge Analytica? Oh, snap. Jeff, is that actually in Cambridge, like our Cambridge? I believe so, yes. I don't even know. that. Now, see, we might get sued for that. <laughs> All right. Don't get fired moment. As we as we post these episodes on Facebook. Jeff. You might need to cut the last two minutes. I did want to share one thing with you, Jeff. All right. Uh, that was just me. Since yeah. we're talking about – see, uh, something you said made me think of this. Uh, right. People people out there listening, right. you may not know that uh, I am born and bred Boston, okay? Celtics fan for life. Jeffrey is a West Coast dude, loves the Lakers. Big time Lakers fan. And yet, and yet, we could not be better friends. So we've been, I appreciate good basketball. I do too, Jeffrey, and I appreciate that you appreciate good basketball. And when I when I watch it, I go to Celtics games all the time, Jeff. So this it's is just that I wear Lakers gear. And this people is why we got through the divide, the rift created by Star Wars: The Last Jedi, and to help all of you out it there is true. to achieve the balance in the Force that Jeffrey and I have achieved. <laughs> I want to share one thing with you. If right, you don't listen to uh, – there's a there's a podcast called The Watch. It is the best podcast about TV shows out there. All right. Uh, it's part of the Bill Simmons Network, Boston yep. guy. No offense. Um, they're – okay. Well, you're going to have to send me a link for this. No, this is right. really good. He They were talking about um, – they were talking about the show Westworld, which I do not watch. Interesting. Never, never seen it. But. Um, Andy Greenwald, one of the two hosts – I think I know the old movie. Yeah. Does not like Westworld, the TV really? show. Yeah, and it's huge. It's really popular right okay. now. Okay. Um, Isn't it about androids or something? Yeah, I think so. Spoilers. All right. Well, all right. Well, yeah, my bad. Um, he said, here's what he said about the show, though. Hmm. Uh, I, I can't give you all the context of this. Right. He, he, he doesn't enjoy the show. He understands that it's very intellectual and very so well thought critic. out. He's a critic. He's uh, a critic. He knows that it's very intellectual, thought out, kind of like Lost, right? Yeah. It was a puzzle and it was all about the mystery. But does he vehemently hate it or does he, he just doesn't like it? He really does not enjoy it is okay. what he's saying. And he, he does think it's pretty poorly put together. He thinks it's poorly written, whatever. Ooh. But this is what he said. 
because the the, the co-host um, Chris Ryan mm. is a big fan of the show. Uh oh. So, but here's what he said about his criticism. He said, "There's an answer for everything in the show. I'm just not sure if it's a satisfying one." He wasn't being funny. He wasn't being snarky. Mm. But it really made me think about the Last Jedi. I think yeah. the people who didn't like the Last Jedi. Uh, it might have been somewhat misdiagnosed because I did hear a lot of people saying I didn't like it because this was a plot hole mm-hmm. or because this didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And I do disagree with that. Yeah. Because answers were given. Answers were given. Yeah. Right. So I think that's why there was so much of a fight because people on the other side were like, no, you're wrong. It's not a plot hole. No, they did give the answer. <laughs> they did explain this, blah, 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 blah. Right. But the real problem yeah, is. That's not the real issue. That's just, just the border. That's it, just the surface. Stuff. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just because you give an answer doesn't mean it's a satisfying one. Right. Like, uh, just because you explain, and again, this is why I don't like the baton thing mm-hmm. of handing off movie to movie to different writers, is because uh, instead of giving us what we all feel should have become of Luke Skywalker, he had to explain why he did what J.J. Abrams set up at the end of The Force Awakens. Right. So instead of, like, thinking, where should Luke be now? As a Star Wars fan of 40 years, speaking for myself now, mm-hmm. as a Star Wars fan for all my life, where would I want to see Luke? And that's what I had in my head before going to see the movie. Right. What I wasn't maybe wanting to see is where he ended up, but that's the corner he was sort of painted into. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to defend Ryan Johnson or defend the last Jedi. I enjoy it, but I can totally understand some people just don't enjoy it. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if your solution to the problem made sense. Movies are not about problem solving. And I and I honestly think Jeff, the, I honestly believe that uh, if I was somebody who didn't like the last Jedi, yeah. I, I probably wouldn't feel so strongly if I really thought that there was one person and this was their vision for the whole arc. Yeah. Right? And that this is all playing into some grand master plan. But because people know, and again, this is this is my concern. It, not with, only that, JJ yeah. Abrams admitted yeah. that he didn't know. See, see, this is this is this is yeah. what, what I have issue with. But here this guy yeah. <laughs> literally dropped off the baton and said, yeah, Oh yeah, I I have no clue what's going on. Right. And right. even though I plan on coming back. Yeah. I still don't know how to put yep. it all together. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. And that was Come something, on, again, dude. when we were talking 20 minutes ago about going back and listening to our old episodes, that was something we long suspected on this podcast was we that did. JJ, The Force Awakens was this highway, this incomplete highway with a bunch of off ramps just in case. <laughs> right. Right. Like, oh, let, let me have this happen just in case the next guy wants to do this. And let me say, let me throw this line in there. Like, you know, uh, Maz Kanata looks at Han Solo and says, who's the girl? And then it cuts. Implying, totally implying that, that Han Solo knows exactly behind who this. it is, right? Yeah. What we know now is Han Solo should not have any clue who she is. Zero. Right. So, I, again, I think that's that was just this little off-ramp. He's like, let me just leave this here, you know, just, just in, in case. case. It's like when you're building a house, right? And you're like, let me put an outlet here. And if, in case you want to add an outlet, there's wires there to do it. And that's kind of what he did. Yeah. And that's their approach, though, creatively. That's not just on that's not on J.J. Abrams or anybody else. That's the decision-making, Kathleen Kennedy, top yeah. Lucasfilm executive I level. do like the highway off-ramp analogy, though, because the thing is, if you get on a highway and you end up in a back, you know, on a backwoods right. alley somewhere, right. you're yeah. like, uh, this is not where we're supposed to be. Right. What's going on? Yeah, you're like, man, I thought the people building this highway knew where it was <laughs> going. I want to get to California. And especially if I've invested in that highway <laughs> and I paid for the asphalt <laughs> yeah. that goes on the road. I planned my whole trip. I got the station wagon fully What's loaded. Going on? Steve's got his minivan <laughs> loaded up with his steelbook in there. And the kids are watching it you in the backseat. Yeah. Hey. Uh, Rebel Base is sitting over there. Rebel Base is happy. He's like, man, they're clocking in an hour and two minutes already. <laughs> Can I just say one more thing, Jeffrey? Right, go ahead. 
Go ahead. <laughs> I just want to correct something, okay? Right. I, I do want to say, J.J. Abrams is an executive producer on The Last Jedi. So it's not that. And I, I think everything that you said is right. Mm-hmm. But J.J., contrary to popular belief, mm. is on board with the decisions being made by Ryan Johnson because he's involved in that stuff. He did not know where it was going to go, yeah. and he did not tell Ryan Johnson However, where to take it. he's not taking ownership. He's not taking ownership, but he's like, oh, cool. I like that idea. When the script, uh, this goes back at least a year or two ago mm. to when Ryan Johnson finished the script for episode eight, J.J. Abrams' quote, quote was, when I read the script, I was like, man, Amazed. I wish I was I was directing episode eight. See. Which, Jeff, how fascinating would that have been? <laughs> how would you like to see the same script but directed by J.J. Abrams? I think people wow. would actually like it better. Jeff, I do. I, I want to tease something. All right, here it goes. Uh, I have a great story. Uh-oh. Uh, but I'm going to save it for next time. Yeah. It's about running into a person on the street. Uh-oh. Oh, yes. You told me this one. No. This is this new. Is different. This is how often this happens to me, Jeff. All right, man. Dude, where do you, you live? Hey, Rebel Base. Right. <laughs> More good news, buddy. Uh, all right, Jeff. I am. All right, man. People, listen. Y'all know that we live in the general vicinity of Boston, right? right, right so right. I'm walking home yesterday. All right. And I'm wearing my Return of the Jedi t-shirt. Oh, snap. Because we were expecting to record this episode yesterday, right? So okay. uh, this, is how, right. Yeah, yeah. this is how much of a child I am, is that when I know me and Jeff are going to record a podcast, I wear, wear the Star Wars. I, I wear a Star Wars shirt, right? Yeah, that's what we do. Which is why today I accidentally look professional. Oh. Because uh, this was unexpected. So I'm walking home, Jeff, right? I got my headphones on. All right. Okay. So I can barely, he- to I the can, beat. I can barely hear anything. I walk by this guy in my hometown. Again, right. very New England hometown. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he, you know, we kind of make eye contact, nod at each other. Dude, I'm pretty sure he was pushing either a baby carriage or, like, a Target cart that he stole. I'm not really sure because, <laughs> like, I just got – What? I was so taken aback by this experience that I – like, then I thought back later. I'm like, whoa, what was he pushing? Um <laughs> Anyway, I hear him say something, but I don't know what. So I take my headphones off. I look back at him, and he's like, go Star Wars. Nice. (laughs) Nice. So I turn around. I'm smiling. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. got the shirt on. Because I thought, I don't know if this dude was crazy. You know, what is he saying to me? Yeah, because I got the shirt on. He saw the shirt. Go Star Wars. So I turn around. I'm like, yeah, right on, man. And he says, I love it. I say, I live for it, man. Hey, in another month from now, there will be another movie. All right, all right, all right. Again, speaking to Conversation the, speaking to the, the really bad job marketing this movie, he yeah, says, yeah. oh, they're making another one? Oh, no. No, Jeff, in his oh, defense, no. this dude was at least 55 years old. Okay, so he's right. not, you know, he's not tapped in like me and you, yeah, right? Yeah, I got it. Uh, and then I, and then he I may, say. He may or may not have a smartphone. Right. He, uh, right. Doubtful. All right. He's got a Nokia. <laughs> uh, I say, yep, May 25th. Like, you know, because now I work for Disney. Yeah, of right? course. So I'm just, course. I'm like word You're of mouth. totally pumping. Word of mouth pushing this movie. Okay. And uh, and he says, they know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> classic, That's it. Like classic. Said, you know, this is what happens See, when you walk around Boston with a Star Wars t-shirt. Hey, man. Dude, it happens this is, all the time. You walk wow. through Boston with a Star Wars t-shirt and people are just like, hey, man, what's up? <laughs> nice shirt. No. Whatever, you know. Yeah, people yeah. just shout you out for wearing Star Wars. That's Star Wars love, people. Wow. Star Wars love can It, it can just continues supersede. and it expands it across the universe. On. It just goes on, man. I wanted to turn around and get super cynical and be From like, yeah, dude, they're milking it to next. death. But he's like, you know what? It's uh-huh. cool. It's cool to the casual fan. They're just like, oh, that's great. Dude, I was in London. Wore, wore my Star Wars t-shirt. Yeah, let the Wookiee win. win. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. 
it goes across, di- you know. Yeah. There's no better phrase to say with a Boston accent yeah, yeah. than Star Wars. <laughs> Go Star Wars. Go Star Wars. They know what they're doing. Go Star Wars. This is Brett. This is Jeff. And we're just two dudes talking about Star, Star Wars, Wars on the Skywalk. <laughs> the Celtics are supposed to win this. Yeah, even without their best two players. This is why I say, without their best two players, they're, spo- they're still supposed to win. How is And that? that's because all of the talent on Milwaukee is concentrated in just a tentacle Literally right? inside because of one Bledsoe man's shoulders. Because Bledsoe is terrible. Right. Like, Eric, seriously. He was Eric, all right last night. No, nah, this dude. I know. <laughs> no. Drew? Drew? <laughs> Drew Bledsoe? Drew Bledsoe, man. That this guy is terrible. They started the Bledsoe chant last night at the Garden. Did they? Bledsoe. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it went on, dude. It went on. I, hey, I was saying, Drew. man, they should have handed out hey, Drew Bledsoe Drew. jerseys at the game. Right? I mean, if that if there has ever been an opportunity. Yep. Drew Bledsoe night at the Boston Garden. <laughs> come on. Come on. <laughs> oh, man. That would have been great. It's like, come on, dude. You're getting into a fight with Terry Rozier? I know. Like, he's the backup. Rosie. So you're only legitimizing Rosie the Lerose. fact that Rozier is, the, is, is right. really good. And he's in your head. Yeah. Right? Because you're pretending you don't even know who he is. You were looking at because, the back of his jersey all night. Because let's let's look at it from Rozier's, you know, yeah. um, point of view. Mm-hmm. How much does Drew? I mean, I see. I'm already Drew calling, I'm already call calling him Drew Bledsoe. We, we all call How him Drew much right now, Jeff? is Bledsoe making? Oh, I don't know, man. I'm not good like, with back, basketball All I salaries. know is he's make he's making in the multi millions. Yeah. Rozier, I'd be surprised if he's making. Oh yeah, seven hundred k. He wasn't good till this like, year, dude. Maybe he this year <laughs> until this year he well, was. Mm. Yeah, but he's still on the rookie contract, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. So there's no way he's getting dude paid that young. much. He got smacked in the face twice last night and shoved like thrown. Really thrown? Bledsoe threw him like a football. Wow, wow! I'm telling you, yeah, he really did. Yeah, Tommy Heinsohn was through the yeah, moon. You know how that goes. He initiated a. F- oh, a that's lot of terrible! Yeah, I know. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> now that's a homer. <laughs>